I designed Megan to protect Katie from feeling lonely. She will recognize you as her primary user. And when you do that, you're gonna pair with her. Crazy. It's insane, right? Oh, don't I look nice, biting my eyes, isn't it pure perfection? Megan, your goal is to protect Katie from harm, both physical and emotional. One, two, three, four, I declare some more. I won't let anything harm you. I love her. Megan's not a person, Katie. You don't get to say that. Things that you can play with me, you better watch your back. The last thing that you hear will be my love. Megan. What are you doing? Couldn't sleep. Occupational hazard. Got <laughs> your full attention. Don't! Stop! What the hell is that? You should probably run. Don't let anything harm you ever again. Have I done something to upset you, Gemma? I know you think you're maximizing your objective function. Oh, really? Sugar and spice and everything nice. No, that's no made <laughs> Megan? Baby doll skill. Don't provoke us or we will go. Shut her down. Jesus Christ, I thought we were friends. I have a new primary user now. Me. Did Megan do something bad? What's going on? What are you? I'm Megan. <laughs> Baby, don't provoke us or we will. <laughs> Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have our official review for Blumhouse's Megan. Before we get into that review, I am joined by some special guests from the Cinemania World team. First, we have from the box office report, we have Larry. Larry, hello. How are you? Hey, thanks for having us back to talk about our first 2023 release. Yes, and a happy new year's to all of you, to you guys. Thank you for joining us. And lastly, from the Cinemania World team and YouTube, we have Tyler Calvert. Tyler, hello. Welcome back. How you doing? Hello, I'm doing great. Very excited to kick off the year with a, a horror film that actually isn't bad. You know, it's very rare any year, really, for a good movie to come out in January, let alone a horror film. But we also get to talk about a new icon today. I am so excited because I've been waiting for like a new female iconic horror like villain and I just, I'm so glad we got this movie. So glad we finally could talk about it, everyone. Of course, we are talking about uh, Blumhouse's Megan or Meg Thregan. M. Thregan is how the, <laughs> the title is. I hate these kind of titles. Like, what's the point of this? But anyway, uh, this is the movie Megan out of Blumhouse, the new horror movie, the first movie of the year for us. And this is the IMDb summary as follows A robotics engineer. That a toy company builds a lifelike doll that begins to take on a life of its own. It was directed by Gerard 
Johnstone, and it stars Allison Williams, Violet McGraw, and of course, the icon, Megan. Let's get into <laughs> the review here today. I will start with you, Larry. What did you think of Megan? Yes, yes, yes. That is <laughs> the overarching thing. That's, that's it. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I live for a good horror, campy horror film specifically. A nice little slasher that has fun with itself, but still keeps that tone. We should have known because the same, obviously, James Wan is a you know concept. And then the same writer from Malignant. Mm. And I thought that film perfectly captured like the horror camp tone and they did it again here with megan it gave us a new iconic character already in the landscape of horror i thought it was hilarious there were so many fun moments i thought the kills were also a lot of fun yeah we could have done with r and you know seen some of them happen before our very eyes but honestly i just i had such a good time watching it. It doesn't overstay its mm-hmm. welcome. It's not too dang long. It's like the perfect length for what it is. Plus, I do think it touches on a lot of those uh, themes that we don't see as much even in the AI realm because obviously we've been through, you know, artificial intelligence taking mm-hmm. over for like 30 years at this point. Uh, even longer because even 2001 The Space Odyssey, I mean, we've been dealing with this for a long time. Uh, but this one really deals with it like in grief and human interaction in a way I, I haven't really seen done. Mm-hmm. So I really liked it. I love that you kind of described that it just it, it did what it set out to do as a film. Like I saw a tweet. I saw a tweet yesterday talking about Somebody was talking about, oh, I don't know why, he, you know, he, somebody was talking about the Rotten Tomato score. And I don't know what it sits at right now. I know Tyler's really quick to get like those kind of scores. Um, it's it was in, the, in 90s, the 90s, which is crazy. Crazy for horror. And, uh, and I was like, and then the tweet, the tweet was like, I think it's in the 90s because expectation. It, it showed, as far as the trailers, exactly what it was going to be. They had the TikTok dance. They had like every all of the camp that was in the movie. They showed you that this is gonna, this is not gonna be some serious ass horror movie. Just come in and have a good time. It's January. We know it's January. We're just trying to have some fun. And I got that vibe as soon as the movie started. With like it starts off with this like commercial, and I was like, oh my god, oh my that was that was so silly. I was like, I was excited though. I was like, man, this is gonna be like a fun movie and. When it started, I was just like, I was having so much fun. It takes a little bit to like get into the actual Megan part of the movie. But I think like, you know, everything kind of worked with as far as like um, explaining what the plot is. And I actually thought the story without Megan was actually really, really, really intriguing. You know, you're kind of following an aunt and a niece in the movie and and you know it's kind of like that relationship and then it goes into like the whole thing with the ai doll and all that stuff i just thought it all worked well like you said larry and i thought they told you what it was going to be and that's why i think it worked so so well uh tyler let's go to you what did you think about the movie yeah, before getting into it, since I, I did look it up, Megan currently has a 95% <laughs> critic perfect. score and a 78% audience perfect. score. 
So that's pretty good all around. But yeah, I mean, I pretty much agree with basically everything that Larry said. I went, I mean, I was excited going into it just because I do love Akila Cooper and James mm-hmm. Wan together so far. We've seen them with Malignant. We've seen them with this. And I just think them together just seems like a perfect matrimony when it comes to crafting these horror films that also do branch out into a little bit of campiness or comedic effect. Because I would say that, I wouldn't say that Malignant was funny per se intentionally most of the time, but there were some pretty off the wall campy style moments. But Megan, um, I think it's a great idea is in the fact that it's kind of like Chucky for Gen Z. It seems like it's going for exactly what you want it to in this new era that we're in where, you know, it's an updated mm-hmm. child's play in a sense where it's an AI gone rogue instead of a possessed, you know, killer doll right. in a sense. Um, and I think it, I think it balanced the humor with the scares. Of course, it is PG-13, mm-hmm. which is unfortunate. You can definitely tell they cut back on the blood and guts of it all to get that PG-13 rating. Hopefully they have like an unrated R-rated cut for the the physical release but yeah it was just it was just a really enjoyable experience watching this just because it gave me exactly what i wanted i didn't go in expecting this over-the-top crazy horror film with blood and guts and it knew the right tone is to set with comedy and horror there were many times where i was scared but i was also laughing just because megan as a character is and it's an intriguing look at an, an AI with a personality just because she was always learning and making funny quips here and there or some stuff that was, I guess, maybe not. So, it was supposed to be funny, but <laughs> uh, I don't know how to describe it. But like like the, when she sung Titanium, I mean, I, I lost I lost it. It was hilarious. My but theater I, but... <laughs> erupted with that Titanium. <laughs> But, you know, she's, you know, she's killing mm-hmm. folks and dancing and making funny one-liners while she's doing it. You know, she's running around on all fours chasing folks and just very creative in the the way that she does wheel out punishment to these people that, in her mind, she doesn't really feel like she's doing yeah. the wrong thing, which I guess is kind of an interesting part to the whole AI aspect and how she learns about stuff. But, yeah, like Larry mentioned, the underlying story, I think, is what gave this film yeah, a bit of an edge because you could – you could very easily go into a film like this. You could just t- it's it's a killer doll movie. Like at the end of the day, that's what it is. But but the fact that they have this underlying core with Allison Williams and Violet McGraw kind of go getting through grief as far as you know Violet McGraw's character Katie losing her parents and then kind of using Megan as like a proxy mother in a sense and building that emotional connection with this doll instead of a, another human, I think that does uh, touch upon some interesting things as we're getting closer and closer to probably those things coming into real life at the dangers of losing just human connection as a whole. And Allison Williams, I mean, her character, I, I felt bad for just because she was kind of thrust into this position with no idea what she was doing. I really, <laughs> and that's I, I really what, liked her character <laughs> because it kind of, it, it kind of like, showcased like how we are a little bit when especially there's a there's a moment where they're talking about collectibles and uh, oh, yeah, <laughs> literally, that's, 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 that's literally i've literally, literally done that before. Dana and 
they're talking about the collectibles and Dana like looks at me and I'm like, yo, be quiet because like, because that's how it that's how it be. I, like, don't touch my don't touch my shit. And, and I've I've literally that's literally been me before with some of my relatives' yeah. kids coming over and trying to touch right. some of my Funko my Pops in the box. It's like, don't touch, don't touch <laughs> don't my touch Funko my Pops. Ghost face. Don't touch none of which, that. Which was which which was definitely a fun parody nod wink because the company was called Funky and yeah. you know, Funko. It's just one one letter difference. Like it's very clear where they were trying to poke fun yeah. at with that. Um, and perpetual pets. They even kind of had like a Funko Poppy kind of look to them. It was like a we- weird distant cousin to a Furby and a Funko Pop. Oh my gosh, with those creepy ass mouths. <laughs> so I yeah. I am someone who uh, going into the movie. Like I was like when I, when I was watching it, I was like, oh, I I, I kind of want like where is the star? You know, this is why we're all here. But it, you know, I do appreciate that this that the movie it wasn't just kind of like okay, here's the killer doll. Like I I think one of the reasons why Child's Play works so well is because you have that story, you know, along with like you know Chucky being a maniac, you know, of of it, of like a dis- disheveled kind of child, and then. I think why the first Annabelle does not work is because there's no story, um, be, you know, be behind the doll that is Annabelle um, until yeah. we get into like the later sequels and stuff. But I appreciate it that it's we t- have it's that t- here. T- it's really tough yeah. with Annabelle because Annabelle it's, as a doll like, a, like doesn't. It's do a scary anything. doll. Well, I thought it worked well in the beginning of the Conjuring, how they use it right there. But like right. obviously the movie was like a disaster. Oh, I hate that movie so much. But you know, Megan, <laughs> I appreciated that we had a a legit kind of story as to why it's not just a random doll that a doll that that the kid finds at a store or it's gifted to she's gifted the doll in a way, but it's more like an experiment kind of test kind of way. And I loved all of that. Like just a disaster <laughs> waiting to happen. Giving, giving yeah. this child, this murder so, machine. Yeah. As a, as so a pet I, I love all mother. of that. I, I yeah, liked the reasoning mother. for that. I liked the, the kind of, I, I like the themes of, oh, well, they wouldn't need a parent if they had this doll just to tell them everything and teach them everything. Like, there was, like, a conversation here with, uh, with the lead as far as, like, well, you know, where does where, where do the parents come in? And I really like that whole conflict of the movie. I think that's why it works so well. As far as the kills, I mean, the R rating would have been great here. Uh, I understood why they went this route. Because I heard that there's actually a darker cut. That it's like you know they changed it a little bit. Oh, I get it because you know. Yeah, listen, I, I was I looking get... tonight and like the theaters are packed for this, and I was like, and even my screening last night, <laughs> there were awesome. kids in my screening. I said, I hope y'all didn't think this was like oh. a you know like a little Toy Story thing or whatever. Oh. But there were kids in my screening <laughs> yesterday, oh, no. and I was like, I think the PG thirteen works in that aspect of like you know I would love to go see it if I was like 12, 13, you know so. I, I think yeah. I understood why they changed it to PG thirteen. It makes sense. Yeah, there's. Uh, I actually went and rewatched some of the trailers yeah. the last couple of days. Of course, you know to put clips in my review and also just to remin- you know, see if it, there was any differences. Because mm-hmm. I do that with every movie after Marvel kind of changes right, the trailers right. all the time. Uh, and one of the one of the big kills that you see towards the end of the the official trailer the, in the montage. I don't yeah, want to give yeah. away which one, just in case it's spoilers. If if we do talk spoilers, but there's like a big blood spurt at the end of it that just isn't in. The I think I know which movie. one you're talking about. Oh. I think I know which one you're talking about. And yeah, I I thought for what they I I did think 
for a PG-13, they got away with a good amount. Like, there's something with an ear here. I thought that was actually, like, really good. Um, okay, I want to so bring funny. up the score real quick because <laughs> the score can, like, really go unnoticed. But the first kind of scene where it's, like, Megan in her full glory, I would say is the scene where it's that little bully, you know, and listen, right? Like, I just, <laughs> man, you know how when you get excited about a, a superhero movie, you know, when, like the music swelling and the hero rises up and they start fucking, they have, they get the suit on and they're all badass. That's what I felt like with this. <laughs> I, I feel like this is not horror because literally like she pushes the boy off of him, off of her. And then she like she does this little like back kind of rise, and the music is so good. And I was like, "Yeah, fucking get on Megan!" I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "Yeah, she's supposed to be the villain of the, of the like film, but we're kind of rooting yeah, for." Get on I was, I thought it was, I thought it was so much fun. I, I just, I love that she had like a whole like wardrobe change oh, just for that scene too. Yeah. Iconic, the all black. Oh man, it's so good. The fucking. <laughs> See, and you just know, they know, like you said, because as soon as we start, we start with that commercial. But even like, Meg, like it's in the yeah. trailer, but Megan's entrance to the house, why is she wearing the sunglasses? sunglasses? Other than to give us that icon, you know, just to give us the removal of the, you, they, they know knew. what they're doing they right off the bat. It, may, it, it kept making me wonder, is she, is she just borrowing Katie's clothes <laughs> for all of this stuff? Because like, unless, unless Allison Williams is going out and like buying clothes for Megan, I don't know how she would have I, all this I think they, I think they knew what they were doing from the jump with this movie. That's why it was marketed the way it was. I love the marketing that they've been doing as far as like sending the little Megan drones out everywhere and stuff. <laughs> yeah, performances, just, um, NFL games. Man, I just, I, I, I'm just, I had. They're just like a menace on the streets of New York. Yeah, right now. And I, I, I think they, I think it was really good to like do it like that. Um, I will say, I wish there was a little bit more kind of. Megan Mayhem, like as far as kills and stuff like that, I wish there was like at least maybe like two more. But I think overall it worked for what they were doing. Um, Larry, how do you feel about that? As far as like just like as far as kills to like story ratio, did you think that worked at all? Yeah, I think because as you were mentioning. I know a lot of people are saying, oh, it gets off to a really slow mm -hmm. start because it takes a while, obviously, for us to get to Megan because we have to lay the groundwork of why this little girl needs Megan and set that up. But honestly, this film, and I agree with what was said earlier, that the base story is what makes this kind of stand out amongst a crowded area of films similar mm -hmm. to this because the film could have been like a drama on its own. Like if you took out Megan turning into like this killing machine it could have been just yeah, a drama yeah. about grief, like this girl attaching her grief to a doll. And I think that actually would have been a really interesting character study all mm. on its own without her, you know, turning into what she does. And that's where the third act, I feel a little bit conflicted because I wanted both things more in that third act because I was having a blast with Megan. Uh, that's where we get the iconic dance is in that third act <laughs> where she lets loose. Um, and we just get all of these crazy moments, but I also feel we rush the bonding story as well in that third act. So the third act is a little bit crammed. I think it works okay. Like I don't think it falls apart and mostly because uh, it's so fun 
like this battle on the kitchen table oh that happens, God. I thought was hilarious. <laughs> um, and we also get this body horror oh, with Megan in that so third. <laughs> that was. I'm so excited. Cool. I'm excited to talk about that. Um, but yeah, I I know I was excited because it's mm-hmm. short. Uh, you know, me and Dwayne we're always going on about these damn movie lengths, and I love. I think it was short enough. But honestly, I, I do think we we could have tacked on a good like little. 10 I was just going to say the that. story breathe and give at least another I kill. I was going to say that because there's some expendable characters here who are let off the and, hook who who could have given us an, an extra little kill or two. I'll just <laughs> so say that just that. goes to say with the pacing, That's the pacing true. was done really well. I think the pacing was done really, really yeah. well. I think like there's a therapist in here. And I was like, "Yo, kill that off!" Like, come on, now. <laughs> we could... right. Oh my god. Okay, that. I thought I thought of anyone. She, yeah, she was going to be so... one of the ones that went. But... She should have. She came in acting crazy. I was like, "Ma'am, you need to chill. What's your problem?" I I, I howled when Katie beckoned. <gasps> oh my god! I actually wanted to bring that up. Katie, I was see. That's what I wish they would have went into a little bit because obviously Katie was uh. Learning some things from Miss Megan. I was Megan. like, this little girl um, needs to get, this little girl <laughs> to get bopped or something, man. She's she's acting Ooh. too crazy, but I I do agree that I I would have. I'm always talking about oh, you can take out 30 minutes from this movie, like Babylon. What the hell are you doing three hours or nine minutes? But like, I this movie, I think. Listen, what's the runtime? It's like an hour and 42. Give me that shit at an hour fifty five, and I would have been like, I think, I think at least one or two more kills, a little bit more stuff with the storytelling. So I do think that the the ending kind of, I do think the ending kind of just like happens because, like you know, like like she's going crazy, obviously. Um, you know, I do think like the ending kind of comes on a little too quick, especially just the the relationship kind of coming to a halt with yeah. our characters here so I, I think i would have wanted a little more from that but that's just those are just minor kind of hiccups that i have with the movie over overall i think they knew what they had here they knew what they set out to what they wanted to do here i think we set up a bunch of sequels at the end of this i'm all for it i said i need seven I need at least seven <laughs> of them you know i'm i'm fine i wish you're talking about yeah. sequels i really hope in megan 2 that I think they should really start, especially if we're keeping Katie and Gemma as our main characters, if we're not just kind of like going to other people. Uh, if we're keeping those two as like our main focus other than Megan, I do think they should really start with kind of a fallout yeah. uh, with Katie losing the support system she had gained in this film. And, you know, she still ain't that close to mm-hmm. her aunt. So... <laughs> I do no. think they should start the film off in that kind of place, to be honest. But uh, Tyler, how about you real quick? Anything that didn't work out for you here? Um, As far as things that didn't work, I mean, of course, as a big horror fan, I would have loved to have seen a much bloodier film with more kills. But I mean... There's only like there's only a couple more characters that I think they could have probably killed off that I'm surprised weren't killed off or maybe they were killed off and it was cut. You never really know. We'll find out, I guess, when the physical media release happens. But other than that, I mean, it was tough sometimes uh, connecting, I guess, per se, with Katie just because Violet McGraw. I mean, I think I think she's a great actress, especially at her age. But there were some times where she was a bit more cold than I would like her to be. I guess I'm trying to I'm trying to 
phrase it in a, in a friendlier, nicer way. Cause I don't like the harp on child acting all that much, but just sometimes it was hard to emotionally connect with what she was going through just because she was too cold in some instances. So it was, but I mean, I still think overall the performances were solid. Um, I'm trying to think, I don't think there's any other negatives I can really think of other than that. And I wanted more blood and guts to say some of the, some of the, some of the deaths in this definitely mm-hmm. had more blood or could have had more blood in them. And you know, that's a bummer, but it's PG 13. What can you do? One thing yeah. though, they, uh, you know how they say, especially recently with animals, they say animals are off limits and kids are off limits. Not for Megan. <laughs> Megan's coming for yeah. anything. She she oh, trying to kill man. them all, whether it's <laughs> animals, whether it's children, whether it's adults. It don't matter. Megan was coming for everybody. So there it, is that. that. That dog was a menace, unfortunately. <laughs> I go ahead. Her, the dog, and and their I, owner. oh my god, that damn owner. <laughs> Yeah, she was like the. <laughs> did she like feel like the B rate version of Margot Martindale to anybody else? <laughs> like, like I feel like they had her in mind when they were going for that character, but she was over there doing cocaine bear instead. So they had to, uh, they had to go with the B rate version. I felt kind of bad. Uh, they didn't really touch upon it, but I felt so bad for that one cop that had to just keep coming <laughs> to that house like every day. It seemed like with with murders or people associated with murders. Um, I, yeah. So one thing that I, I don't really have any negatives at all because I feel like, again, they kind of told you, they kind of told you what the movie was going to be. It wasn't all false advertising. And nobody's, nobody's going to be taking this movie to court for like anything or, or, <laughs> or stuff. But um, I, I love me a good villain chase scene with like a, a villain who, who stalks and walks and has a weapon and I, I wouldn't. I would have wanted like at least one more of those because, of course, we had the 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 iconic hallway scene and stuff. And I think I think the character. I, I think it was really nice. At, you know, when you're watching the trailer, you see the hallway scene and it's the dancing and everyone you know starts memeing it and stuff like that. But when you see who the character is and you get to know the character who she's chasing, I think it works so well because the character. It was like, okay, of course it's him. As far as like who she's who she's over here like yeah, you know like it. like twerking to before she kills and stuff. Of course it's him. You know, <laughs> I, I thought it was I thought it was great. I just I don't have any complaints. I just wish it was a little longer, and that's rare for my ass. But I wish it was like a little longer, a couple of more, maybe a little bit more blood. I would love like an R rated cut for it. But I understand why they had to go PG thirteen. You want like the full kind of audience to come and see it. And I hope it does well this weekend. I don't know. The theater's looking a little crowded. I really, I'm hoping it does well this weekend. I, it's not going to do no like <laughs> 60, 70 million, but I would uh, love it for it to open to like at least 35, 40 ish around that. Oh. Yeah. I would love for it to open. It, the great. tracking had it at like 32 <laughs> a couple of weeks ago. So I would hope, I would love to get okay. it to like 35 to 40 million this weekend. I just think it's so, <laughs> so much fun. So much fun. <laughs> It was it was even more fun once Megan got wet, you know, once they got that glass of water on her and she started acting extra <laughs> crazy. She was doing like contortionist oh, moves oh, and stuff, trying to walk was, down a hallway that was as so the lights were flickering. Well done. 
Are we? We have to. We have to talk about that. That okay, third so can, parts uh, of that third act climax can... in a spoiler section because like I was <laughs> okay, losing so my mind. Of Tyler's sake, we're gonna <laughs> Larry, please. Anyway, uh, because of, because of Tyler's <laughs> yeah. sake, we're gonna get into a little bit of spoilers here from the movie. If you haven't seen the movie, everyone, I highly recommend. I'm really trying to like go out and see it real quick tomorrow if I can. I'm gonna try to. Um, I highly recommend it. Please go see it with a crowd. Don't go go at like night. I say seven or eight o'clock. The crowds are good this weekend, so go see it with a group of people. Go see it with some friends. It's definitely a fun time. But let's get into some spoilers here. Um, uh, spoiler warning in uh, five, four, three, two, one. Some spoilers. Okay, Tyler, take it. The floor is yours. Go ahead. <laughs> I. I absolutely was cheering in the in the seat when when that robot comes to life and we have this big giant riot of a whole robot versus robot that... fight and it's like in this giant giant CGI robot so just wailing when it, when, on Okay, Megan. so when they went into the room, I was like, "Are they gonna put the fucking robot against her?" Um, but then they kind of she kind of throws it to the floor. And I was like, "Ah, okay, okay, I get it." But the little kid, but Violet McGraw, what's her name again? What's her name? Katie, something like that. So she comes Katie, in, Katie. and uh, this is when it was kind of weird because, like, the turn that they did from her to Megan, I was like, she's already like mad at Megan. I think they should have had something in here in the middle to kind yeah. of show why she already is kind of upset with Megan because it doesn't really. I still feel like by the end of the movie, she's not really vibing with the aunt. So I didn't really buy that she would come and yeah. save her like this. But with that being said. I was like, what the hell? Why is her hands like so on? She's just like not moving. And like her hand is to the side. I'm like, why is she so stiff right here in the scene? And, it, she, <laughs> and it's she's because got the, power the gloves, gloves that they set up in the beginning, she punches them. The fucking other robot rises up and it's like a battle between Megan and the fucking robot. I was like, this is so great. I just loved it. <laughs> It was that, and then before, even before that, it was when Allison Williams like scalped a large chunk of Megan's Ooh. hair with and then that she, weed she scalped her own too. Megan was like, "Okay, you want to take my hair? I'll take take a little bit of yours too." Oh. I did have a little PTSD <laughs> when uh, Allison Williams was getting choked, and she kind of she kind of made a face. I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be Get Out vibes too much," oh. <laughs> because like I still can't forgive her for that damn movie, man. Every time I see her in a role. Uh-huh. It's tough. It is, <laughs> is. It is. It is tough sometimes. Especially to like her, I guess. Especially as a just knowing, I'm, like, I'm not buying it, man. <laughs> but um, no, I was like you though, Dwayne. As soon as they ran in that room, I was expecting the aunt to be like grab the. I was like, all right, girl, grab them damn rock'em sock'em like gloves and let's go. Uh, but I liked it better actually that Katie was the one who was wearing them, so I wasn't mad. I was like, okay. ripped, ripped Megan in half, and see and that still didn't stop like, her. Listen, Chucky she vibes. Called, when she called Katie a little yeah. beesh, I was like, ooh, <laughs> she called her an ungrateful little all, beesh. And I all the hollered. scenes where she's all the scenes she's independent where now. Like, oh man, so like there's like the, the scenes where her and Allison Williams were great. I thought those like kind of like when she's talking and she's like. Megan turn off and she's like, but we, but I just wanted to, you know, just had the sassiness. <laughs> Are you I, sure? I, I loved all of that. I was like, man, this is, <laughs> this is, man, where's the sequel? I don't got to watch nothing else this year. I'm straight. This Loki. is it. 
low key, I was expecting Megan to get the one designated f bomb for the PG thirteen right. film, and I was kind of bummed that it went to that brat kid. <laughs> Although the scene was funny. Well, I mean, I I did low key holler because his mom was a fool. Oh, that scene was funny. But yeah. oh, I loved yeah. her line too to him talking about bad little boys turn into badly behaved men. I was like, oh, look at her. Yeah, yeah I mean, you and you know. See, that's why. That's why we were rooting for her. We're like, yes, girl boss Megan. Get his little ass. I was like, I was watching. I was like, bro, this ain't no damn villain. Y'all, y'all wrote the wrong villain. This is not a villain. Who is this? <laughs> this is like this. This is a protagonist character. She's like, I'm, I'm, I'm doing this because I want to protect you. She's going after the bad boys. She's dancing. She, I mean, she was ready to kill the therapist she's because not a she villain. made Katie like, cry. Go ahead, go what you to the therapist? She's not a. I that I also lived when she pulled up with that tissue box talking about you made her cry. And she's like, Oh well, I didn't mean to. Well that's all what that all the dialogue. Like, oh, oh shoot, she gagged you, girl. Gagged the that therapist good. I was like, The oh, dialogue was man. so good. I Mm-mm. man, I just Yeah, that's a that's that that that's a that's that's a hero. That's not a that's not a villain at all. Like she's a she's a good character in my eyes. So they had to like rip. They had to like rip the pieces of Megan's face off to get to the the chip oh, yeah. thing. I know. That's why I'm glad that. I mean, I figured that was the, what was going to happen. Where she was going to go into that little Alexa or whatever they called it in universe Alexa. No, uh, El- what was it? Yeah, Elsie. I think it was called Elsie. Oh, Elsie. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, that's where she's gonna transfer her little consciousness on over. Uh, but <laughs> I, I even laughed when they first introduced that little robot because they walk into the house and it's like you have all Ooh. these voice mess voice memos and six Tinder <laughs> notifications. Oh my, turn off. I all right, Gemma. As as like a sequel, I don't know what you would do, but they did kind of set it up to where they're gonna they're, they're gonna do a sequel. I mean the the way this movie kind of blew up a little Absolutely. bit. I thought. I thought the way when it blew up, when on, it blew up on Twitter first with the first trailer, and when I saw, I mean, I saw this poster a long time ago, and I was like, okay, that's gonna be like a little fun little, you know, Blumhouse kind of thing. But when they started the actual rollout of the marketing, I was like, oh my god, this they have a chance to really capitalize on something missing here. And as much as I love Annabelle and Chucky, they are not girl bosses. And they cannot really speak. I mean, Chucky speaks, obviously. But Chucky has his own little TV show right now. That's fun and cute. But I also think Chucky is kind of getting a little dated. And I think this was like the perfect kind of... This is this is the you know the new kind of generation doll. You know we have we have Chucky and Megan going back and forth on Twitter. I just think I think yeah I I I really think that. This this kind of character is needed, and I think it's going to be so. If they just keep going with this and do another one and make it like a real, like a legitimate like franchise, I don't think we need to see um, the, our two leads that we had to uh, you know in this movie. I would be fine if they do like a Chucky kind of thing, and maybe they just kind of like as a new family or something like that, and then maybe like the third one, then Violet McGraw comes back, and <laughs> she's like. 
Well, the well, the well, the first right, three Chucky's right. had Andy in it. It's just that he had to go. He had to. He had to go to a foster home because his, you know, parents. See, had, I, I wouldn't know, mind. I, w- I wouldn't mind something like that. Like when uh, when Katie's in college, she's like fucking traumatized by Megan, and then she has to fight her again. I just there's a lot of <laughs> a lot of things you can do here you with this with this movie. I want I want to see the other Megan. Yeah, they, they show like, like little black like, Megan ethnicities. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "All right, slay!" <laughs> oh my god, you about to have a Megan in the hood? I um, no, it's true. We've been like, we've been jonesing. I feel like for a, a female doll for a while because we had yeah. Tiffany. Who, I mean, let's be real. That's there's a reason Bride of Chucky has this like stand up <laughs> that it does as a film because the folks it's, live it's, it is one for of the Jennifer Tilly and we live yeah. for little it's Tiffany the doll. True. Uh, but you know uh, that story's been in and out, and then we got Annabelle, and I think everybody was hyped. Like you know, obviously, because one in The Conjuring, that one little bit was like, "Ooh, okay." But <laughs> like Tyler said, it was a letdown because Annabelle's not really, not even sentient. She doesn't really like. She just is a conduit, so she doesn't do anything herself other than look mm-hmm. creepy. So it she sits menacing. <laughs> it was a letdown. Generally. We were like, "Oh, okay, Annabelle." isn't what we yeah. were hoping so finally we have some uh, a little female doll ready to girl boss her way to the top in the center of a franchise and, and it's like with annabelle you can't really annabelle's like not she's like appears in places she doesn't really move like she's not like she can't stalk somebody or dance in a hallway like or it would yeah. just be too weird like what the hell is this doll doing floating kind of like you know what i mean it would just that's why the first movie just did not work because I, I feel like that's what they fell into. They just didn't know how to yeah. make this like imposing and scary without it being like a ghost story, you know. But with this doll, it's AI. It's smart. It can turn off and turn on things. This is what that Chucky remake wanted to be, you know. Like I, I, I loved it. Yeah, yeah. it did. It did remind yeah. me a lot of it with the AI and the way that the Chucky and that the controls everything. Much and that like one had like, Megan does. and I think that's why I think I like this more is because that one had a lot of cool mm-hmm. ideas. I just didn't quite love all of the execution in that new Chucky yeah. movie that yeah. came out. Um, and I think this one worked out some of those kinks to make it just like purely mm-hmm. a good time. Yeah, and it's <laughs> though this one is right, not as yeah. brutal because I mean that that oh, for Chucky sure. remake that reboot was brutal. I mean some of those kills <laughs> were like oh damn, but uh... <laughs> and it, it, it it's just the fact of like I, I thought the comedic tones were better here too than in that movie because it's like Chucky was turning things on off off and on all the time, but it was at some points it was like it was too serious like. I I I howled when Megan the 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 building alarms going off. Megan just turned it off. <laughs> She's walking past something. Yeah, I was like, it's just she so walks great. Past, I don't yeah. know if it's because it's like a girl, but it just it just works. It just works so better. I just works. <laughs> Or, or I think the other one that was cool was when she was like basically faking. Oh, that was other oh, that was good. Oh, that was so good. On the phone call that while she was, was so up. good. <laughs> my favorite one that was so that one was great. But the most scariest one to me, this is when I this is the first time I got creeped out was when it was the dog, and she's like, "What the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck was the dog's name?" Oh, I forgot the name. But she's like, she's like yeah. Billy. <laughs> 
and like you know through the person's voice i was like oh that's fucking creepy but that's great that's a great i thought that was really good that was done really well i didn't know that the her with that messed up hair i thought it was gonna come from the like (laughs) woods i didn't know it because this damn doll shook about ripped her head off i was like oh damn this dog almost killed her And just he death glared her across the like, Damn, okay. I low key, I was like, is this why Megan goes like him? Cause she got her brain shook up by this damn dog. It was the dog dog's it's fault. all the dog's fault. He was a menace. You're I think right. that's when damn. I think that's that is when like I, she starts going like nuts. Cause like <laughs> you can like they, they do something like with her eyes, kinda when she's getting bit and stuff, but <laughs> Yeah. That she gets, takes out the dog and then she <laughs> blasts the lady with oh, the, the pose. <laughs> Sends her flying thought, backwards. Man, I just I can't wait to watch it again. I had so much fun. Right. Um but that's gonna be it, everyone, for our review for Megan. We've talked about this for close to forty minutes. That's how much we loved it. I'll go around <laughs> go around get everyone's social medias. Uh, I will start with you, Larry, to let everyone know where they can follow you. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at ChiliBoyYT or over on Instagram and on YouTube at ChiliBoyProductions. All right, everyone, and let's go to you, Tyler. Yeah, if you search up Tyler Calvert, you'll find my channel on YouTube for reviews, rankings, all of that stuff. And you can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram at It's Tyler Calvert. All right, everyone, you can follow me on Twitter at Cinemaniac94. And you can follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinemania World. That is it, everyone, for us. I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.